Good afternoon and welcome everyone to today's focus for Saturday, October the 22nd, 2022 at 1.42 p.m. Central Time. Well, for today, we're going to once again focus in on Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Um, This, as we, as we continue to try to develop and build this podcast series, a couple of things have happened. We've got a, uh, a description of this podcast series now written and it shows up on some of the platforms. And we have also now created this podcast series as its own individual podcast. And it's now showing up on a number of different platforms. It has. It should be on Apple Podcasts soon, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible. Um, and the reason we're doing that, yes, this is always going to be a part of the Theology Central podcast. It's it's going to be episodes for that podcast as well. But the reason we we split this out as its own individual kind of podcast and its own individual series is because the goal is to keep these to keep these episodes around 15 minutes, as close to 15 minutes as possible. So a lot of people look for podcasts that are short. And so if I each day can say, hey, here's here's something to focus on spiritually, and, and you get to hear about that in about 15 minutes, I think maybe some people would not be interested in the Theology Central podcast where I go an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, whatever the case may be. But basically one episode a day saying, here's here's something to focus on. Yes, sometimes I'll do two episodes. We all know some days I'll probably end up doing three or four. Who knows? But the key is to keep them short and to get to the point. So I'm wasting too much time. But just letting you know, because you if you if you listen to all of the episodes for the Today's Focus podcast series or the Today's Focus podcast itself, you'll hear that you've been a part of the developing this entire thing, helping come up with the name, artwork, everything. So hopefully that kind of gives you a little bit of like insight into just seeing how a podcast comes together. It's it's how it sounds initially and what it turns into ultimately. I always find that interesting. I love listening to a new podcast and just watching how it, it's continuing to be molded and shaped. But we don't want to talk about that, right? What I want to do right now is continue to, in a sense, mold and shape your thinking to think biblically. And the only way you can think biblically is to really focus on very important spiritual things and give them considerable time, con- considerable thought, so that the idea, the thought really becomes a part of you. And I've really tried to demonstrate that by getting you to focus this week on Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. And we're going to do a little bit more work on it today. I think the focus today is going to be on the phrase tradition of men. Tradition of men. And I really want you to think about that phrase, but let's go back to Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Colossians 2, verse 8. The more we continue to look at it, maybe some of you are starting to memorize Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. But let's jump in. We've already spent too much time. Let's get started. Here we go. Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Beware. Beware. Look out. Be sober. Be vigilant. Look around you. There is danger. Beware. Beware. I'll give you an example. This morning, I just walked out to our, or not, well, not just, but this morning, I walked out my back door 
And I looked out in the backyard and immediately was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's a bad sign. There's these little holes like dug all over the yard, right? All are, are at least really close to the back porch. They go to the right. They go to the left. They're near the house. They're to the side of the house. And I'm like, what are these little holes? And I'm like, that can't, can't be. We did a little research to verify. It looks like it's the signs that there is a skunk nearby digging in our yard trying to find something to eat. That's a bad sign. So now if anyone needs to walk in the backyard at night, beware, beware, because there could be a possible skunk back there. We're going to have to uh, find the things to, to try to drive the skunk away from the backyard. I, you may know the story that it wasn't too long ago. I came home on a Saturday night. There was a rattlesnake at the front door. Beware, beware. Well, you need to beware of something. Paul was writing to the church of Colossae t- telling them to beware, to be on the lookout. Beware. And it's something far worse than a rattlesnake something far worse than a skunk. Beware lest any man spoil you. This is to take you captive and to lead you away, to, 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 to in a sense, rob you, to steal from you. And, and it's, it's robbing and stealing from you a biblical perspective, a correct way to see things, but you'll see why in a minute. So beware, because there's people out there who want to capture you, who want to take from you, who want to rob from you far more dangerous than a skunk in the backyard or a rattlesnake in the front door. Now, don't get me wrong. A rattlesnake at the front door is a little terrifying. But okay, but that, that's a whole different story. All right, beware lest any man spoil you. And then here it is. Through philosophy and vain deceit. Through philosophy and vain deceit. Now, if we think about philosophy, I want to use this, this definition of the English word philosophy because I think this will even cover a little bit more than we've already discussed. Philosophy is the study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, existence. Or I like to see it this way. Philosophy is that way we think about knowledge, reality, existence. Everyone has a philosophical framework. They see the world a certain way. They think about reality. They think about knowledge. They think about existence in a certain way. That's their philosophical framework. And what Paul is telling the church of Colossae, beware, because there are people who are going to spoil you, rob from you, take from you, capture you by philosophy, by giving you a way of thinking about reality, about knowledge, about existence. Somehow they're going to steal from you, capture you through this idea of philosophy. Now, it doesn't mean all philosophy is bad. It means that, that you've got to be careful that the because philosophy is everywhere. Just because you never read a philosophy textbook doesn't mean you're not bombarded with philosophy everywhere. But that way of thinking can begin to rob from you and capture you. All right? So... Philosophy. Now, this is very important. The King James has it, philosophy and vain deceit. Philosophy and vain deceit. And I've tried to ask, like, how do these two connect together? Some translations put the vain deceit before philosophy as a descri- as a description of the philosophy, right? Like, hollow, empty, deceptive philosophy. Beware of this empty, vain, deceitful philosophy, Almost as it's, it's a description. The King James, you could, you have to really pay attention, philosophy and vain deceit, almost like it's two separate things. 
But if you do a little bit of reading and studying on, on how some people look at this, let me just give you one example. The fact that the two nouns, philosophy and deceit, are the obs- objects of the one preposition, through, and the lack of the article with empty deception indicate that the empty and deception both describe the character of the philosophy. The verse can be read, beware lest any man lead you away captive through philosophy, which is empty and deceptive. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, since we've been working on focusing it on this week, I'm more convinced that that's the way. This is, it's not against all philosophy. It's against an empty and deceptive philosophy that you don't pay enough attention to and you're captured by it. Here's a way of thinking. It's empty. It's meaningless. It's vain because it's, it's, it lacks truth. It lacks connection with reality and it's deceptive. It will lead you away. You've got to be on the lookout as a Christian 24 seven for any way of thinking, any way of looking at things that is empty and deceitful, you will be taken captured by it. As long as you take every thought into captivity, process it, analyze it, look at it, compare it to the ultimate reality, which is God's word, and then reject it, then you won't be taken captive by it. Some people think that the goal is just to hide from it. The key is to be able to hear it, recognize it, analyze it, and then reject it. I know, but let's let's stay with it, all right? Let's stay with it. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men. This philosophy, this, this vain, deceitful philosophy is after the tradition of men. Now, what is meant by that? Now, there's a lot more here that we could look at and I've got so many notes on this, but I, but I, let's just focus according to the tradition of men. This philosophy is according to the tradition of men. Now, I think the main thing to understand, this philosophy is vain and deceitful, and it's after the tradition of men, meaning it's not after the ultimate truth of God. This is a philosophy, in a sense, created, you could say, by men, for men. Uh, Spurgeon wrote this. What do, you, what do you want with their traditions? Christ has revealed the truth to you. What do you want with the world's rudiments? You have gone beyond such elementary useless knowledge as that for you have got the truth itself. Cleave to Christ, beloved. Go no further than he leads you and turn not away from him either to the right or to the left. In him are contained all the riches of grace, all the treasures of knowledge. If you would become truly wise, seek to know more of the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus. Now, the Greek word tradition here, and we don't have time to look it up right now, because I want to keep this episode as close to 15 minutes, 15 minutes as I can, but we'll come back to this. All right? And just remember, sometimes what shows up on the Today's Focus podcast series and podcasts will show up in a more fuller teaching, study, explanation on the Theology Central podcast, all right? So here we go. A tradition, now this is interesting, means to surrender, yield up, and trust, deliver up. It pictures a giving over or passing on. Paul illustrates the meaning of his word to the Corinthians, writing, I delivered 
to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins. All right? That, okay, so it's a, it's a tradition, I guess, that's been delivered up, that's been given, has been handed down. Just because people have believed something and handed it down through the years does not make it true. Those who are led away by the traditions of men go along a path marked out by no higher authority than that of men, from whom it has been handed down. Although the persuasive arguers set forth their teachings as tradition, Paul rejects any suggestion of divine origin uh, a divine origin teaching, in fact, that they were human fabrication as opposed to according to the scriptures, all right? And I think we, we, we understand that. And Jesus, and we know that Jesus spoke, or I, I will just read from J. Vernon McGee. You may remember that the Lord Jesus condemned the religious rulers in his day because they taught the traditions of men rather than the word of God. Now, this is what I want you to see. As a believer, sometimes we look out, sometimes I think we see, we see certain dangers and we become so preoccupied by certain dangers that we overlook or ignore maybe even a greater danger. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. If, if, if our minds can be captured with a vain, empty, deceitful philosophy that comes after the tradition of men, then we're no longer, in a sense, following the mind of Christ. And now we are thinking completely wrong. We're still claiming to be Christian. This is what makes it so evil and so dangerous. Once our minds are captured by a fraudulent philosophy, at least within the church, we still usually still call ourselves Christians. We still try to maintain that it's Christian, but it's a vain, deceitful philosophy after the, the tradition of men that, that makes us basically create a pseudo or a fraudulent Christianity. We have to be on the lookout for, and one of the questions I gave everyone I gave like three questions for people to work on, probably more, but one of them was, I want you to identify where the vain, deceitful philosophy after the tradition of men has entered into the church. See, we're really good at looking at the world going, oh, that's a vain, deceitful tradition of men teaching outside the church. And we're, we're good at claiming, oh, the liberals or the Democrats or, the, or this, this movement or this movement, or, and, and we condemn it. But sometimes we can't see the vain, deceitful philosophy after the tradition of men inside your church, even inside your own thinking. I've seen the church be hijacked by vain, deceitful philosophy after the tradition of men by adopting and going with politics over theology, going with all kinds of ideas, pragmatism, pietism. We can go through uh, po politics, all, all Christian nationalism, all the things that are coming into the church, conspiracy theories, misinformation, all of this, these, these things have crept into the minds of many Christians. So today I want you to continue to think, beware a philosophy that is vain and deceitful. It's empty and it will lead you away. And it's after the tradition of men. 
It's not after the wisdom of God. It's not after Christ. It's not after the word of God. It's after our traditions, the tradition of men. And the Bible constantly, whether we like to acknowledge it or not, that in your life and in my life, guess what we sometimes, we say, oh no, I believe in the Bible. But you know what we've done? We've taken our vain, deceitful philosophy and our tradition. Now I'm holding a Bible right here. And my other hand is like a notebook. This notebook represents the philosophy, vain, deceitful tradition of men. We've taken our philosophy, placed it on top of the Bible, and now we read the Bible through the lens, through the filter of our vain, deceitful philosophy that's after the tradition of men. And that's what the Pharisees, and that's what the Sadducees was doing. And it's not stopped in the church all the way till today, October the 22nd, 2022 on this Saturday afternoon. Oh, I want it, to, it's hard for me. See, I'm already at 17 minutes. See, it's, it's hard for me to make these 15 minutes because I feel like, well, well, I just, I just ripped you off. We didn't even get close to everything. But please, the goal here is to give you to focus on it. I'm not supposed to be doing all the work. Colossians 2.8, today, tradition of men. Look up that phrase. You can look up the Greek word tradition there. But I, th- I think it's like something that's been delivered, something that's been handed down. And it's of men. That's the key. It's of men. And every Protestants and evangelicals love to say, say Catholics follow tradition. Every church, every Christian, there are, there, you look at so many things more from a, tr- a tradition that's been handed down to you than many cases clear, clear study of God's word. Beware. All right, email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Love to hear from you, those in the Discord channel. Please discuss. And that's today's focus for Saturday, October the 22nd.